Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast. Cousin Sal coming to you with spaghetti and meatballs and babyface Joel Solomon behind the glass and co-hosting this and every day, my dear, dear pal, Dave Damashek. Shaq, Wednesday morning, looking good. Hard knock, got the hard knocks hangover, or uh, you done with this yet? You mean am I groggy from having sat through that? That was <laughs> uh, that was tough to to make it through that. It is as it has been. I guess this is good news for you, the Cowboys fan, Sal. That things are nice and boring because the yeah. opposite is if there's great drama, that probably doesn't equal great success come September. But Sal, the big news is I say it every time we kibitz. It's now football season. It's not almost here. It's here now. We're into it, Sal. Week zero is upon us. I mean, it's a matter of minutes away, really, when you think about it. (laughs) It is weird with the players. How excited can they be? Like, oh, we were the headliners, Illinois, Nebraska in week zero. We're the king of the zeros, right? Like that's You can only get so excited for it. But I am am a little pumped. I know you have a problem with the, the conference game starting early, but really... Honestly, you, you would tune in for two minutes for the weekend if, if it weren't for this game, right? Well, that this is, but it proves my point. Uh, yes, I, I, yes, I, I hear you. I don't love conference matchups week one. We don't need games of great import. Although I don't think Illinois right. and Nebraska properly counts as a game of great import, except to the two programs. Yeah, it's a game, like I say, if it were played on October 20th, who gives a crap? You would look past it. But, right. you know, we've been out in the desert for so long <clears throat> without football. We'll take anything. It's a cracker for us, Sal. Don't yes. you see? Nebraska is a, and and uh, Illinois equals a cracker. And we're going to satiate ourselves until we get into the real thing. Clemson and Georgia and beyond. And by the way, a nice one. UCLA at home against Hawaii. Here's a prediction right out of the gate for you, Sal. UCLA in the Pac-12 surprises just a bit this year. They might uh, take a run at the conference title this year. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it's weak conference uh, as it uh, often is. But yeah, they do have a there's a path where they can win like seven or eight games. Um, Yeah, Hawaii. I mean, that's that you know you you take your kids there. It could be like you you know what we didn't go to Hawaii. You could tell everyone you went to Hawaii. We saw UCLA. That's right. 18 That's right. favorite. Take him there on Saturday afternoon. I uh, may. I may do yeah. just that out to the Rose Bowl. <clears throat> I might uh, I might pay a visit there to start this football season off properly. Why not? Why not? I mean, it's cheaper than going to Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas, where the Cowboys call home. I can't do a Leaf Shriver. I, I can't do it, but uh, I don't even think I could say his name. But uh, you saw that drone shot on Hard Knocks. It went for, I don't know, I don't know, were they trying to do a Scorsese thing there? But it went and went and went and went inside buildings and outside buildings. And I think it went for three minutes. Uh, we saw the inside of Jerry Jones' colon, basically a salt mine. It was pretty cool. And then you think, oh, boy, they, they just, I, I want, they, they really must be scrambling. Like, look, we have a quarterback who can't throw the ball. Um, who are we going to feature here? <laughs> So they how long right? It was pretty impressive, I will say. Yeah, the films gang probably talking about that. Like, how long exactly can you fly that drone around? Like, how many minutes? minutes. How many minutes of the episode can you consume by this drone shot? Make it so. That's uh, that's uh, the Cowboys. The takeaway for me is legitimately. And I talk about this where the where the University of Texas is concerned. We've had this conversation about Mm. teams and fan bases that think more of themselves than they should. Dallas Cowboys feel that way, too. It's like the, the like this, the the ongoing discussion 
about like, hey, no greater pressure than being the quarterback of America's team. All that's like, hey, you guys haven't done anything in a quarter century. How long does this rope that's go? That's why there's a lot of pressure. Okay. You know, and by the way, I didn't even know Frisco, Texas is where they call their home. I have a ton of memorabilia here that says Dallas all over it. I'm going to have to get rid of this stuff. Ironic it's that it Frisco, would be their Texas. chief rival of the 90s, at least. Frisco. Yeah, that's right. Frisco. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, they should have changed that after the after the catch. Uh, can you change the name of a whole city? But I did like it. I saw CD and Parsons jarring. That was fun. You know, right? Micah Parsons defending his coverage on CD Lamb. It sounded like he was right. They were going at it for a good 30 seconds. I like that stuff. Uh, the Jaquan Hardy contact lens thing was about seven or 10 minutes too long. I tell you, I'd rather, I think I'd rather see them do the milk crate challenge. I think that's it. You have time. Yeah, but this drone thing can't go for the full hour. All right. Set up the milk crates. I'm you know what? I, I'm addicted to these milk crates, Jack. I, first of all, I don't know. I said it on uh, Against the Laws. I don't know how people have access to so many milk crates, uh, first off. And secondly, I would never try it. And I love watching things that I would never try, in a million years try. How much money would you have to take to attempt it? Six high milk crate challenge. Oh, I mean, listen, I, of course, that's not for my advanced age. That's, uh, I don't know that there is a number you could put on that. However, yeah. It, as we talk about our non-monetary bets, perhaps that could be a high stakes, uh, a high stakes wager, resulting in the loser having to egg or to milk crate it. Well, we learned on Against All Odds yesterday, Mikey Meatballs, one of our producers here, is willing to take the challenge. Thinks he could do it. I imagine uh, Eddie Spaghetti thinks he could. Um, is up to the task as well. Spaghetti. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> Without question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean without question? Uh, 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 19 out of 20 that we see online are, are massive failures where it looks like there's a broken arm involved. You, you, you're you good about this. I, I have pretty good balance. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm a little heavier than probably recommended to the challenge, but I have pretty good balance. I'm, I'm relatively athletic for my size, so I think I can do it. All right, then let's do it. What's more sure. to talk about? The, yeah. Done and done. Let's see, and let's well, we'll have it side by side. Let's take it to a new, new level, and not just see who can do it, but who can do it more quickly: spaghetti or meatballs. You're right. You know, we're getting offices next week. What a way to kick off and celebrate our, uh, you know, having a, a little bit. Maybe of that's what it should be: is a series of competitions between, uh, like Dan. What was that the the thing? Dave and Dan from Dave forever Dan. ago, the Reebok yeah. uh, Olympic commercial from like. 30 years ago that let's 21st yeah. century update spaghetti yeah. or meatballs i love <clears throat> right. it let's do it i like it i like it so and we'll anyway. bet on it we'll bet on who will win any of these deeds we'll, i, I we'll, don't know that i can watch it in person it, it's it's cringe it's really cringy but uh if these two uh knuckleheads are willing to do it that's fine oklahoma drill <laughs> connect four you know, i mean the the, yeah, the, all, the uh, all the classics yeah oh we'll do it it's gonna be just great sal speaking of matchups it would be dandy yeah. we had on minus three on uh tuesday we had dan hanzus to talk very, jets very and otherwise good, yeah. um yeah it was a it was a fun episode go back and listen to it but also we discussed he has done, and it's a, something that fascinates me too, as you know, with the Sonic Award, what fan base suffers the most. He does mm -hmm. his pain rankings. What maybe Bills and Vikings would be the best Super Bowl for the fan bases who you feel sorriest for. But regardless of what your inspiration is and leaving out your favorite football team, the Cowboys, what would be the best Super Bowl matchup? What would be the most satisfying to watch? Like I say, Vikings, 
you know, they're sad. Four Super Bowl losses. Bills, four right. Super Bowl losses. No Lombardis between them. That would be nice to see <clears> those two in L.A. Their fan bases get to take a trip to Southern California in this the winter. This is who I feel bad for the most. No, nah, whatever. Whatever your motivation is. Brady oh. v. Belichick would be a fun Super Bowl, too. Take your pick. You know, I've said this over the years, and I... Uh, my favorite sport, football. I, I don't want to miss any downs of any games, and yet when it comes to the Super Bowl, I'm rarely satisfied with the the result. I'm real. I mean, beyond my team not being in it, not winning it. How many Cowboys, Giants? Like that was a zero. I could not root for either team there. I'm um, not Cowboys. Patriots, Giants. Patriots, Patriots, Giants. Giants. Yes. Giants it's right. wishful thinking, and they couldn't even play in the Super Bowl anyway. Cowboys, Giants, but Patriots, Giants, Patriots, everything. Anytime the Patriots won, unless I learned to. W- bet big money on them and then they seem to lose anyway to the Eagles so which was terrible to any NFC East team um I've I've grown to learn that I hate about 28 of the 32 teams and so okay so what would be most satisfying I I guess bills don't bother me uh in the AFC that wouldn't be so bad because yeah and and Browns make sense to a lot of people I you know there's something about always having just as you need Darth Vader to make Star Wars compelling because yeah. the the bad guy has to, you know, really, you know, be scary. You need to have bum teams for context, too. If, yeah, everybody, if everybody's super, then no one is. And so it's good to have the right. Browns be mortal. I just have a feeling by the time the Browns got there, we would really hate them. I mean, you can't. You have to separate yourself from Baker Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. We, would, we would despise that team. But uh, not a great game right now looking into 2021 uh, regular season. But... Bills, Lions, I think uh, I wouldn't have a problem with either of those teams winning. Yeah, (laughs) I think also. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Bengals, Lions, I don't know. What I don't love, the the thing that's the worst is when, like, you get a Marlins-Cleveland Indians World Mm -hmm. Series because it feels like this counts the same as when as when the Yankees and Dodgers play in a World Series, it it don't seem right, you know. Well, it was it like that like White should... Sox Astros year, right? Was that yeah? Like, like it's 05? like really that. Tell you, yeah. You get the same. Yeah, it, it counts the exact same in history. I yeah. think what you ultimately want is his is to be a witness to history. You want to be sure. able to say, I was there when. Uh, not that we were there, but like when Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell went head to head kind of thing. Right, that, right. Those are the juiciest. We saw you and me because we're old. We saw Bradshaw v. Staubach. That was mm-hmm. that was good to pay witness to, I right. feel like, you know, so uh, and, you know, the Celtics and Lakers. So what yeah, what what would resonate I mean, the most? Like Brady, Brady Mahomes pretty much got you there last year, except for they had no offensive line. It wasn't a game. But yeah. Uh, I'd have to think about it in terms of fan bases. I feel bad for immediately. I would say Bills against Lions would be the the matchup. Good Some for you mentioning the Lions. The Lions fans sure. have forgotten his uh, long suffering. Oh, and it, well, we're going to get to them because there are some uh, parlays. Fanduel can have you can you can make on Fanduel, and uh, oh my God, one of them looks like just such easy money. But I, I just want to close with hard knocks here. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta tell you, whenever Zeke, I get excited whenever they hand them, hand them the ball, he's blazing <laughs> through the holes. I know they're not allowed to tackle him in preseason, but, and the upbeat hard knocks music, can that music follow him into the preseason? Yeah, all right. Good for you. I'm glad you're excited about no, uh, can watching. Can they pump that music? What all Jerry is able to do? Can he pump that music through the, 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 the that vast stadium, which he claims looks better than it did uh, 12 years ago? I don't know how that's possible. 
But um, yeah, Zeke just needs some music, some uplifting I, music. I mean, you know, I've said that before. I'll say it again. I think that it, my life would be way better, and I'm just too lazy to to take the action to make it so. I would like my entire life scored by NFL Films music, Sam oh, yeah. Spence era, like while I'm making toast yeah. and stuff. I'd feel much better pouring my morning Joe with that in the background. Oh, right. they would positively sing. Um, I, well, I will say about your I, team. My wife, my current wife and I came out, you were there, for uh, <laughs> to uh, NFL, uh, Fox NFL Sunday music. Da -da 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 that, that's right, what yeah. seemed to be more about me than her, but at the time, <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> the best, the best facenda of all time, by the way, is there are 27 teams in the National Football League, and then... The other Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the all-time greatest thing. Um, but their greatest rival, of course, your Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think that there's something good. There's a good vibe to them right now, uh, if you're a longtime fan, because they're about star power. They're when they were when they were predicated around the offensive line, which by the way should be good again this year. Uh, it was it didn't feel right. It's about their, it, it, they got to have stars in Dallas. And you mentioned the two CD lamb and Micah Parsons usher in a new era for Dallas Cowboys football. I think That's back right. to what you what you look to when you think about the Cowboys, the playmaker and Tony Dorsett and, and uh, Roger, the Dodger and all that. You want to see who excels at playing spades with the fourth generation mailroom supervisor for the Cowboys. That was at the end of that. I don't know if you saw the, the, that part of the episode, but yeah. I might have <laughs> nodded off. I'm not sure. All right. We're going to watch you guys play cards. So anyway, uh, I may have given out a bust pick already. The season hasn't even started, but I was all over Drew Locke. I'm like, oh, he's got to start week one. Um, Fandle puts odds out on that. It was like minus 160. Now Teddy Two Gloves has a, two, a pretty good preseason game, and he is now the minus 130 favorite to start over Drew Locke week one. Um, I think this is up to the coach. This is really what the coach wants. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what, what's their first game, Denver? They're at the game. Giants. At They're the Giants, at the Giants, right? which I don't, which we, Eddie Spaghetti and Spaghetti, I. Spaghetti, who would recall. you rather see? Bridgewater or Locke? The, That's a great way to approach it. It, the answer's Locke. Actually, a lot of Giants beat writers were, were talking about this, and I do agree with them that hmm. in time, Locke has the higher ceiling, but right now the, the higher floor is clearly Teddy B, and he'll make hmm. less mistakes. So I think Locke has more of a boomer bust uh, potential, and the Giants' defense is pretty good. I think they could get to Locke and make him have some errors, and they could uh, win that game. So I would like to see Locke personally. Wow. Okay. You know, get in on our shit. parlay, Sal. Me and Spaghetti have teamed up on our two team yep. parlay. Giants plus seven and a half. Steelers plus 13. Week one winner right out of the gate for you. The Giants. That's a teaser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. a teaser. That's the a uh, Listen, I feel that this is a mistake by Fangio. And generally speaking, I feel like the perfect equation is to have a defensive minded guy as your head coach and then have a playmaker on offense. That's what Drew Locke is. He's mm -hmm. gunslinger. I don't know for week one if this is the right choice, but over the course of the season, do you really think if you're a Broncos fan that Teddy B in a division with Mahomes and Carr and Herbert, do you think Teddy B is is uh, the best bet to have you keep pace with those high-octane offenses? I don't. Listen, I don't either. I don't know that Drew Locke is better. I'm looking at their over-under now. for them. I mean, we've covered this, but uh, the Broncos over-under. I, I take them every year. I 
I shied away from it. They're eight and a half. It seems a little high. <laughs> they did not get Aaron Rodgers, so I don't know why this is. Um, they're predicting above 500 here, but uh, in that division, as you mentioned. But it doesn't it feel like you start Teddy Bridgewater, you're going to see Teddy Bridgewater a second time on the other side of Drew Locke. Like, it's going to be Bridgewater, it's going to be Locke, and then it's going to be Bridgewater, and it's going to be week eight, and it's like, this season's lost. Right. Like just start yeah. with Locke and see what happens. Well, first of all, yeah, Drew Locke's going into year three now. So it's about mm-hmm. time for him to arrive <clears throat> if he's going to at all. But, um, you know, he's, you know, the gunslinger type of guy that you would think Elway might uh, might vibe to. But I always think about the psychology and I, what do we know about Drew Locke's mental state? But I, I feel like I'd rather be a guy who is in the position to like play savior. If you're Drew Locke, like start Teddy B and then like, if he fought fails, it's a better spot for a young guy to be like, well, we're out of options. So go in there, man. As opposed to like, you're our day one starter, because if you have to yank him, that mentally damages Drew Locke more, right? So like if it's like you're, you're, week you're three, the, you stink Drew Locke, we're benching you. Like then he's ruined forever. Right. You're the family feud contestant that you, you, you got the answer, right. You know, on the head to head and you decide player pass and you're going to pass. Cause you think the other family is going to screw up. They'll that's get right. three strike. That's what you want to, you want Thank a chance. You, you want their job. Okay. That's all that is. Why don't you just say that? I should have. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'd rather, I, right. I'd ra- I know I'm get, Yeah. Right. That's the way I go through life. Yeah, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that Damashek's going to screw this up. So let the right. other person choose and let them risk screwing up. So then I, right. it's a fallback to me. Like, not my fault, everybody. is the other person. You know, that's how I approach all things. Babyface uh, Solomon, jump in here. You have some big news uh, regarding the Locke-Bridgewater matchup. Oh, I mean, I'm just saying if I were the head coach, I would go by Madden rating. And Drew Locke does have the higher Madden rating, 88-85. <laughs> so. By the way, how great would that be if a coach did that? Like, I'm going by Madden rating. Would they have to fire him right there, Fangio, if he said that? And he's like, if he, if he determined, you know, if he's like, no, I'm not even joking. I'm, I'm, these early decisions are all going to be made by John Madden, one of the greatest coaches of Here, all time. You know what? Let's literally do that. Eddie Spaghetti has a PlayStation 4. I don't no. know. Maybe even has a PlayStation 5. He's fancy. He looks like uh, a PlayStation 5 guy, yeah. Throw in Eddie Spaghetti or Mikey Meatballs or whoever has Madden, the, the newest version of Madden. Do the Denver Broncos roster, and the only swap out is the quarterback and For see who one? wins the game. Have yeah. have Drew Locke's Broncos play Teddy B's Broncos, and whoever wins, we will forward that to the Denver Broncos. And yeah. in fact, we could do the same thing with the Saints and uh, Jameis and Taysom. We could resolve all, we could settle all hash via Madden and send our results over to uh, interesting parties. I think that's parties. a good idea. Or the Mill Crate Challenge. Maybe okay. every 50-50 decision right now from here forward should be made by the Mill Crate Challenge. I, you might have a hard time getting uh, Teddy B to to risk life and limb again after what he's already been through. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. That's, he does have the two gloves, though, to support himself when he falls. Then again, his name is Bridgewater. Oh, bridge, you know, bridge, it's not bridge milk. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Uh, the other one you could bet on, which is now a uh, prohibitive favorite, Jameis Winston, minus 490 to start for the Saints. He had a really good game. That was Monday, right? Was the Jaguar Saints? Yeah. Uh, huge game uh, Monday. That was, I think, enough for anyone to see. He should be the starter. Look, you would say what you want about the 30 interceptions and everything. Had a bum offensive line. That's that, that's uh, underreported, under, not really mentioned a lot. Uh, for that Tampa Bay team. And 
I don't know. He's a quarterback that threw for over 5,000 yards. You have to put him in there, right? What did, uh, what did we see? Taysom Hill turned the ball over. It's seven scores and five turnovers. Like, Jameis should start, and he's of minus course. Yeah, what do we do? Of doing? course he should start, and this is something I've been uh, hitting on for half a year is – I, but the Michael the Michael Thomas factor now has taken away my enthusiasm for it. I really like the Saints to win the division again with Jameis, and I think potentially there's a an actual. I know people, oh, you're a hot take in talking about uh, Jameis being an upgrade from Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he mm-hmm. stunk in second halves. Mm-hmm. I don't mean uh, second half of game, second half of seasons for the yeah. last three years. This guy, Jameis Winston back, has, yeah. has a bigger arm. That's it. He's not, he's not a rocket arm himself, but he's bigger arm than, uh, than Drew Brees is. There's a potential upgrade. Mike Thomas injury though. That's bad. Now Thomas is suing his landlord. He's in the, in the news for all the wrong yeah, reasons. Now. I know it's hard. Stuff. It's hard to get real excited about it. And, and they also, lost two tight ends check, you know, they yep. lost, uh, they, first of all, they lost Jared Cook in the offseason, and now they lost two tight ends in that, that preseason game. So, um, I don't know. You're asking Kamara to do a lot here. But, I agree. Uh, Jameis is the guy. Uh, sorry, Ian Book, 130-1 to 1, uh, spaghetti. Still, uh, I don't <laughs> It'd be think funny if he came through. That was the announcement. What would have to happen for him to start? Is this spaghetti? Is this uh, actual news you're reporting here? Real news, just uh, all the NFL insiders are reporting it. So I know they tease a little bit, maybe Minshew, but it's going to be uh, T-Law starting week one. So Urban Meyer just announced Trevor Lawrence is starting week one. Okay, that's big. I don't know about this Urban Meyer. If I, if I put check his tenure there at Jacksonville at two and a half years, you go over or under? I'm going to go under, mm. and I'm not cracking wise about it, but, man, the guy's had uh, – you know, it's not like it only has happened once. He's had his little personal spiritual implosions from too much pressure. You think it's going to get better in the NFL as opposed not to good. college football? Not you good. know, I can see him. Travis at the end, out for the year. That was a weird pick to begin with. I'm not one of these guys that said you can't pick a running back in the, in the first round, but you're picking a third, you know, a third down running back basically just to get the band together, you know? Uh didn't seem like a smart move and then all the Tebow stuff. Not not a great month here for Urban Meyer. That I mean, obviously the lamest of all things to say is what I'm gonna say right now, but winning will make everything all right. If they come out of the gate and they win and they should get a win in week one, they play the Texans. So if Trevor Lawrence comes out and slings yeah. three or four touchdown passes and they win the game, and the now all of a sudden the future is feeling bright. And if nothing else, at running back, things have clarified because of ATN now being out for the season. James Robinson, as a rookie, was dynamite a year ago. So if he picks up where he left off and, you know, I think people in a in a probably the easiest to identify as the worst division in the NFL going into it right now when we don't know exactly what the Colts are going to be. The Titans are good, but not great. Um, the Texans appear to be a punchline and have been for a year. And last, who knows, maybe the last second Deshaun Watson will emerge. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm very much intrigued by a lot of the shitty games for week one. Like that one you just mentioned, Jaguars at Houston. They're only like a three-point favorite, but I'd love to see. I mean, these are teams that really don't have a chance to make the playoffs. Jaguars, Houston, and Carolina and the Jets, because uh, I, I'm in the weird position now of defending Sam Darnold because uh, Harry hates him so much. I was like, I want Sam Darnold to destroy that team. And Sheck, as you've pointed out, 
it, it, what has to happen for Adam Gase to look uh, good? Like, they both have to suck, right? Like, Darnold and Wilson have to suck the whole year. So um, I, I know you want to send him out, exile him forever if that doesn't happen. I, I mean, it's uh, to me, yes, the Jets, if things like uh, if, if they turn the corner at all, then that's an right. indictment, I suppose, against. But the much bigger one is Darnold. If Darnold is halfway decent, mm. then what what in the hell happened with Adam Gase? And by the way, who made Gase uh, famous in the and the hot ticket item? Peyton Manning. He also has to answer for this for, for this promotion of this guy. That's true. This that's fraudulence. True. Absolutely. Hey, Fandle. So we're looking at that. Oh, we should mention the trade today, right? So what, what was the trade? Uh, Sony Michelle goes to the Rams. Ah, this screws me. Because I have, I have Henderson as a keeper. And now I don't think I want him, right? I'm trying to think what, what happens here for the Rams. But they get Sony Michelle. What'd they give up? A fourth? Late round picks. Yeah. The Rams will never have another draft pick in our lifetime, apparently. They just trade them all away. Less need reinventing the draft process. And uh, he's, he's basically the opposite of Belichick. Belichick wants all the picks, right. and uh, Snead slash McVay apparently don't care about any picks, and that's why they're perfect trade partners once again. And, of course, right. Sony Michelle, you could make a case, could have been the MVP of that Super Bowl. And as I say ad nauseum, is Sony Michelle the key factor in that, what was it, 2018 or 29th, whatever the hell it was, 2018. I can't keep years straight anymore. But Sony Michelle winning this, or the Patriots winning that Super Bowl had a ton to do with rookie Sony Michelle. Now, can he have a second act in his career and and do just enough? He doesn't have to be a world beater in that offense, but he he it does feel like a an upgrade to Daryl Henderson, right? Yeah, shoot. Uh, they get the. I mean, the picks are the conditional draft picks, fifth round and a sixth round. Um, well, he's got a bum knee, Sony Michelle, which is sure. more evidence that you never give a second contract to any. What do you do, so. fantasy guru, if you have Daryl uh, Henderson and you could you got him for a dollar and you could keep him for six dollars? I don't, I'm not weighing in on any of your keepers until we institute keepers in our league. <laughs> I don't know what the hell goes on. Why, why, why do we not it. do keepers in our fantasy league? So now? the big news is Bill Simmons is back. He was. I'm in. He was kick me out again. He hoodwinked us. He hoodwinked us. He quit and then he came back and hoodwinked who? Well, he quit. Everyone's like, oh my God, he quit. Now he's back. He didn't quit. I said he he discussed it with Shailene and uh, now he's he's returned to the league. You can't kick him out, check, because you can't kick out the person you already kicked out. You won again. Who's the odds on favorite? People ask me, who's the odds on favorite for who's check's going to kick out? Now, you I'm don't like Brett Favre. I, I quit, but then I come back because I was just kidding, and that's uh, that's it. I, if you See? do it, I'm going to go play for the Vikings or the <laughs> Jets or something if you try to kick me out again because I hate fantasy football. I, uh, I've been talking to people, and they're, they're torn on this. They're like, screw him if he doesn't want to play in our league, and then it's like, well, he doesn't ever win, so that's, uh, that's um, easy money. I know so who you've been speaking to about this, yes. and uh, yes, because that's exactly right. He, he, it's good ultimately to have him back because he's bad at, at it. Um, Why so don't we do this? You want him. Well, I know you don't want to obviously announce. It takes away. I, I wouldn't want you to uh, announce mm-hmm. who you're going to kick out. But maybe, much like no playoffs for you, you announce a couple people a week who's safe. Well, this thing's no. It's September seventh already. We're doing this. You want to announce who's safe? You want to announce one person who's safe today? Sal, I want to tell you, 
You're a great guy. Mm-hmm. But your head's on the chopping block. I mean, That's well, fine. You, you, you could you you could go. You came up with this cockamamie thing of kicking somebody out, and as a it. man of justice, your head is always on the chopping block for that. W- could I kick out Simmons? I wish I could. Yeah, yeah. I want to get kicked out. Please do it. Please, it's my greatest dream. I love getting kicked out of the Can't league. Do Please do it. I'm back just so I can get kicked out. Who's got Dewey Evans' phone number? Freddie Lynn is uh, tired from last year's kickout. Get me Jim Rice. Check Get me Gator Greenwell. Who their favorite baseball player is because last year, famously, he had Fred Lynn do the honors of kicking uh, Simmons out on his behalf. So now anyone who gets mouthy would check. He's like, hey, Tall John, just out of curiosity, who's your favorite baseball player? I don't know if Tall John caught on. He's like, oh, Steve Garvey. Like, oh, great. So, so, but can you say at this point, August 25th, that anyone is safe? I'm pleased to announce here and now one guy who is 100% safe, our mutual pal, the Dutch Mook. Oh. No kick out for you. All right, good. All right, so now you have an option. Paul Kors is not getting kicked out. I think he's getting kicked out of California. He's moving to some island or something. So mm-hmm. that would have been, a, been an easy um, separation there, Shaq. But okay, the Dutch. I know, and, and he is a good fantasy player. So strategically, maybe yeah. not the wisest. But the you Dutch know what? Mook, what you get with the Dutch Mook being in the league is if he wins it, he only, he only kicks Brad out. And for good reason. I mean, mm-hmm. Brad throws the C word at him, tells him he's not funny, hasn't said anything funny in two decades. And then the Dutch Mook is like, all right, I'm kicking you out. What are you, you just said shit about? There my is whole there is like a there's a there's a hand washing element to it. Like mm-hmm. I took care I take care of the Dutch Mook. Hopefully down the line right. he'll return the favor. He is somebody who might actually win the league and has won it. Yes. Brad has zero chance <laughs> of ever winning it. Simmons you know, 0.2% chance. He might, I might luck into it, but it's not going to happen. Well, he likes, he's like, he drafts five quarterbacks or bids on and gets five quarterbacks. And it's like, you'll be begging me for one. Like, no, it never happens. We don't, it is strange. It It doesn't matter. It's very strange that he continues to employ that strategy. He does Mm -hmm. in our, it's an auction league. Right. And, um, he buys, as you say, legitimately, you know, it's a roster of what is it? 18 guys. Is it Mm -hmm. 18 guys? And he will literally buy five quarterbacks and he'll be like, you'll see. And it's like, how many years are you going to try this and, and have it fail miserably before you right. catch on? You're just going to yeah. keep banging your Take head against the wall? too. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, I think there's a good thing. Name, you know, we have, we'll have, what, three or four podcasts between now and draft date. You could, you could cross people off, right, as we go along. And then uh, hopefully I'm one of the names in the next. I, I, weeks. I don't have to do. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, I'm not going to play ball just because you. Call well, this is just a nice thing. It. Now the Dutch move can breathe easy, right? I just think it's a nice thing to do for people. Okay, and you can well, still be lying also. Um, that's so also that's, true. This is right. this isn't a court of law, friend. I can I can I, I can go yeah, back true. on whatever I say here. All right, I'm glad you called me friend. I think that's a good sign for me. Um, Fanduel. Back to the stuff you could really bet on here. If you go under. If you go to NFL on FanDuel and then go to the win totals tab, right underneath, you'll see some nice little specials here. It's fine. It's like off the menu, Shaq, right? It's mm-hmm. like the waiter yeah. comes to the table and says, can I interest you in the specials? And half the time you're like, ah, no, I, don't, I can barely mm-hmm. understand you and you're wearing a mask. Why don't I just go by whatever the, you know, I just uh, screen grabbed the barcode on my phone. So that's that's 2021 
Um, it is like that. It's like it, experience. Yeah. It's like oh the, the oh these multi team gonna make the playoff bets. It's like. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, I like that. Oh, oh, wait, you got the Ravens in there. It's like, it's like, oh, it's got capers in it. Ah, that would have been great otherwise. Yeah, I hear you. (laughs) So win totals. Okay, we're going to do this now. You go under win totals. There it is, win totals. And they have, how many are these? They have one, two, three. They have nine different combo parlays, popular parlays, they call them, for regular season win totals. The most favorite or the, the lowest odds is plus 230, Bills, Bucks each over 11 and a half. It seems good. I have the Bucks at 11 and I have the Bills, I think, at like 12 or 13 or something crazy. Uh, so I would stay away from that. Do you like that one? I, oh, no, I have the Bills at 11 also. So no, I I'm, like I, I'm, I'm really starting to talk myself into the Bills being good. It's not like they're going to fall off a cliff or anything, right. but I, I, the, the East, obviously, um, if for anybody who's been paying attention, it's going to be quite a bit stronger than it was a year ago. I, I don't assume, you know, some 13 win juggernaut out of Buffalo this year. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough uh, 12 wins for two teams is very tough. And yet that's the favorite um, parlay here. There's another one. Texans lions. This is the one I love. Me too. I, I mean, like this. Jeez. I mean, you're going to come December. You're, you're going to be looking good here. You really are. Texans lions each under four and a half wins plus 250 Sheck, i don't know i have i think i have the texans at three wins and the lions at three I, they're, they're going to be battling i think with the jaguars believe it or not i think for a worse record you like this one i do like that one but the big game is obviously you're gonna kind of sort of know your fate from week one with the texans right if the mm-hmm. texans win that one you're going to be right. spooked it's going to be a cold chin up your a cold chill up your spine but i think the jags win that one i there's just nothing to like about the texans so what 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 are they going to be favored in any game this season unlikely right and la- uh, the thing yeah. that could screw it up though is i guess there's an 11th hour there's a chance at the 11th hour watson could play but even if he were cleared would the texans push put him back in the lineup it's a kind of a funny thing. If what if what if all the legal stuff, which I I know nothing about, so who? But what if it all just went away? Would the Texans then be like, oh no, we remember that you said you would never play for us again? To shot. How's it going to go away? It's twenty women. How is it possibly going to go away? I don't, I don't know. know because I hear weeks. about because I read about that the FBI is looking into you know the the. It doesn't mean that it negates the other 19 women, but one of the women may have. I I, I don't know what the, the what, Goodell won't allow. Whatever it is, he can't. He can't be on the field. He can't. You're right. This has to be sorted out a little bit. But here's what you're doing. You're, it is crazy. You're, you're that, uh, again, is you're replacing a 4,800 yard passer who had 33 touchdowns, a 68 percent pass you know completion rate, and he was sacked 155 times in the last three years. Like this, Dave Culley inherits a mess it, it's opposite of uh staley what the what the chargers coach has right like as a first year coach like oh my god what what uh it's a yin and yang right there and so yeah i i don't know three four wins maybe maybe four and 13 for the texans right and that uh and the the weightlifting dude up in uh right. detroit Lions. running yeah. the running the thing that He's doesn't fun. inspire they get characters every year. I have to say, Patricia, like their coach, is the big story uh, every single year. It seems they, they they keep it fun with Detroit. But again, another terrible offensive line 
and Goff behind it. Who knows what kind of this? And now we don't know what the story is with Swift going into his second season. Right. Yeah, I, I I think that's a a good bet plus two fifty for that to happen. That's good. That's definitely good. Anthony Lynn's the offensive coordinator for the Lions too. So perfect. Uh, more misery. I mean, they lost six of seven wide receivers to free agency. It's a disaster over there uh, in Detroit. But, yes, that's the one we like. Under four and a half regular season wins for Texans, Lions, plus 250. Now, it gets – you could take some swings here. Packers, Cowboys, Saints, Seahawks, each over nine and a half wins is 11 to one. I'll give Um, you this one. Chargers – so nine and a half. I'm looking at um, Is the standard. All three of these teams have to go over nine and a half wins. The Chargers, yeah. as I've told you repeatedly, will win mm-hmm. the AFC West. Obviously, they're going to go over nine and a half to get there. The Dallas Cowboys oh. in a mediocre NFC East are going to go over nine and a half wins. Mm-hmm. The New England Patriots. Let's keep in mind, this is this is not some world beater team, but Keep in mind that for all their issues a season ago, it's not like they won three games. They're going to get to, I mean, that that's right around the number that I would expect them to finish at, nine and eight, 10 and seven, that's maybe right. 11 and six. Yeah, I could even see that. I think the, the decision for me with going over nine and a half with, with the Patriots is, which is more likely? Are they going to go 11 and six or are they more likely to go seven and 10? I know that's a weird thing. I'm just trying to think of which is the more extreme right. direction they could go. I feel like there's a chance. I, I wouldn't be completely floored if, if at the end of the season, like, wow, Belichick turned it around, 11 and 6. Yeah, I like him. I like him at 10 wins. I like them over their win total, um, which is 9. And I like them to make the playoffs. I like them to come in second. You can bet all these things on Fandle, fandle.com slash extra points. Um Plus yeah, 750 so that, if it. that trio comes through. Chargers, Cowboys, Patriots, all over nine and a half, plus 750. I know you like that. Chargers are my one bum team there. And my bum, I think I have them winning nine games. But I know you have high hopes for them. There, there's something else, too. You could go to Fandle Popular Parlays and under makes playoffs. Now, this I had a little, little tougher time finding anything. The favorite, the, the one with the the... Lesser payout, plus 195. Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Titans, all to make the playoffs. I think the Titans is too easy. They're, they're trying to grab your money there, and uh, I'm not biting there. Did you see any of these that you like? The other one's Bucks, 49ers, Packers, Cowboys, all to make the playoffs. Are you a 49ers guy this year? I mean, that, that's what that comes down to, right? Yeah, I, it's I'm, I'm a 49ers guy because um, I don't – love the nfc as a whole i don't think there are a ton of great teams in there i like the one i like is bucks we can debate and have whether or not the bucks are gonna do what they didn't do a year ago and win that division people seem to forget that um that when when, when i say saints might win it panthers might win well what are you talking about like yeah yeah the, you know mm-hmm. brady didn't win it a year ago either everybody but the bucks the niners the packers who are almost certain to win the NFC North. And by the way, Mm. with that Buccaneers and Saints and Panthers discussion, and you like the Falcons a little bit, one thing I think we can kind of bet on is the Packers as the number one seed in the NFC. I like your Cowboys, but the the NFC West is going to be brutal. 
I no teams winning yep. 13, 14 games out of that division. The Cowboys have a chance, except that they're not that great themselves. That leaves the Packers to once again do it, I think. I think they're going to win, you know, well, so you 12, 13 in the games. Of the pro- okay, I'm sorry. Well, Niners, I, Packers, Cowboys. So the Packers, I wanted to get yeah. that one in because the number one seed is right. a good bet with the Packers. But Bucks, Niners, Pack, Cowboys all make the playoffs plus 300. Three I'll to say one. you. Those are the, basically... Basically, we le- leaving out the Rams. Those are the uh, those are four of the five good we, teams in the whole NFC. We preview the NFC West on Against All Odds uh, tonight. It'll run tomorrow, but I, the, I don't know about the 49ers. I think they're right around nine wins, and that might be enough to make the playoffs. I mean, you, you're going to tiebreakers and everything here. That is such a tough division. So tough. I don't know. Uh, I know you like Seattle to come in fourth. Uh, I, I thought I had them higher too, but I think I have them around eight or nine too. It's I have them around eight or nine. I have the Rams running away with it. And then, sorry, but I need to see more out of Arizona. Uh, it's not enough to say that, you know, that uh, Kyler Murray was injured, had a shoulder injury. And like, we have to assume this, uh, that, that offense needs to show me a little more. I still think they're a fourth place team, but 49ers, I don't, you see them more than nine wins. Yeah, I assume that, uh, again, I think Jimmy G gets the gig to start until he falls on his face. It could come Mm -hmm. in week one, could come in week five, but at some point they're going to go to Trey Lance. That'll elevate the offense. It'll be sort of like the same bang that the Chiefs got of transitioning from Alex Smith to, to Mahomes or Alex Smith to Kaepernick in San Francisco. Poor guy, Alex Smith. You know, he got uh, Wally Pipp twice in his life. That's a shame. And so did Drew Bledsoe. Comeback player of the year. Yeah, it's nice for him. It's a nice award. Here's Um, the thing. Here's what's undeniable. And uh, like, you could be like, oh my God, why were we so stupid? Of course, the Niners are a good team. We saw them dominate the NFC in 2019. And at one point they had $80 million of their salary cap on the IR last year. It's like, come on. Those guys are back. Be smart, right? Bosa, Kittle, whatever we see of Jimmy G, if he's not good, Trey Lance will do the job there. Maybe maybe we're just being dumb by not Tell it to your face, Sal. You're the one I who's know. not doing it. You're the, I, I, the, But on I the other hand, Shanahan's lost three out of four seasons. Like, I'm not sure I believe in him either. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I still, it's so tough, that division. I don't see it more than nine wins. Yes, right. but, the, but the answer is in what they did in the draft. Shanahan right. understands and understood even in that uh, Super Bowl trip that they almost won the Super Bowl in. If Jimmy G hits uh, one pass, oh, they're man. the they're the world champions now. Um, I think that that Trey Lance elevates them, give it to, gives them another gear, and in the meantime, that defense should be mighty. If it's true that D Ford is ready to roll now, yeah. he is that. That's uh, that's all the rage. That's the must-have item for 2021 NFL football mm. is not just a great pass rusher, but a great pass rushing tandem, Sal. That's what everybody has now, sure. and the Niners yeah. are one of them. How about this? Trey Lance isn't even the best Trey on the team. I like Trey Sermon. Jump on his uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year odds. If that running I game is like anything that. like it was in 19, uh, take a flyer on that. Let me sit. Let me That's not a bad one. Just mix it. But you know, Shanahan goes with the hot hand. So it's hard to try and ride it. A running back on that team for the full season. Yeah. Uh, what I just said it. So I might as well look it up. 20 to one odds. All right. So put 20 bucks on it. Why not? Hey, let's go to baseball real quick. The Yankees beat the Braves. 
This is now the jargon. This is the team we were afraid of now, Shaq, just uh, just dominating Major League Baseball in the next the last, um, I don't know, 40 days of the regular season. They have 11-game winning streak for the first time since 1985, which surprised me. Um, hmm. I hope it has a happy ending. And these The days of Danny Tartable and Phil Necro, right? Is that what 80- it was, 85? Yeah, I guess that probably was, yeah. Pat Kelly, was he an 85 guy? Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm hoping it gets to... Mid-October, it's colder. The pitchers and batters are blowing on their hands. The 260-pound lumberjacks that the Yankees put up there uh, can't make contact, and they lose against small ball teams. You know, the Astros beat them, whatever, whoever. But it's looking bad. I mean, the Yankees are 9-1 to to win the World Series, plus 260 to win the division. Spaghetti, uh, do you even care? I mean, obviously, you don't want them to win the wild card because then that's a a coin flip uh, matchup there. But plus 260 to win the division, they seem unstoppable. It's pretty good. I mean, the Braves are no slouch of a team. They came in with nine straight in a row. Yankees pulled that one off last night, which it should have been a lot less stressful than it was. But that being said, they're getting healthy at the right time. I'm pretty sure Gio Rochelle just uh, commented on Instagram that he's coming back quite soon. And I know that Kluber has been elevated to pitch in, I think, double A ball. So that's good news. Hopefully Severino, fingers crossed, back some point in September. So pretty happy that they're getting back some arms. The lineup should be good whenever Glaber Torres gets back. So things are going quite well in the Bronx right now. There you go. Four games out with 126, with 26 left. I guess that's kind of steep, right? I'd have to see Tampa Bay's for them to make that up at plus two, six. It really comes down to who, how many times Tampa Bay has Baltimore on the schedule, right? At this point, let's that's see. a great call. What, <laughs> how, how many more do they have? By the way, with the Orioles, yeah. it occurred to me uh, last week, the Orioles have had every great and bad streak in baseball history, right? They they had, like, as a team, they're the ones who, they, it seems like they're the ones who started, maybe I'm, I feel like they had the longest season opening win streak in baseball history, and they've had mm. two or three of the worst losing streaks ever. And by the way, they also had Cal Ripken's uh, personal streak. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they play Baltimore plays Tampa only three more times, I think. You end with the spaghetti, you end with the Yankees and meatballs. Three games. That, that could mean something. Actually, it's this looks tough for Tampa. Their last six are against Houston and, and the Yankees. You got Toronto in there, five games, and uh Boston three games. Minnesota's not terrible. Oh no, Boston seven games. Oh, they got a lot against Boston. Yeah, this could be tough. I don't know. That's not a bad bet, plus 260. Oh, you should listen. to. I mean, before we started on minus three yesterday, Hanzoos, the Yankees fan, and Spaghetti, the Yankees fan, these two hens chirping at each other. It's just that they have to manufacture nonsense. It really is WWE. (laughs) They have to talk themselves into some some weird, some weird... Right. Of course. Of course. They have everything going their way. They have to talk themselves into being some sort of underdog thing. Like, who's starting to, I don't know, man. This might be a special year. Like, yeah, every year should be special. Right. All right. So now you, you mentioned the Orioles, and they're a terrible, you know, maybe the Orioles, you, maybe it's a Baltimore thing. Maybe Coach Harbaugh needs to go in there and talk about how he um, produces the August magic, you know? I mean, the mm-hmm. Ravens have won 19 preseason games in a row. The Orioles, I think, have lost now 19 regular season games in a row. And this just got on the board. I don't know. Was there some uh, – they weren't sure if Otani was going to start? He's only a minus 225 favorite. Uh, Ellis is pitching for the Orioles. 
I'm going to say I'm going to stay away, but for God's sakes, all they do is lose every day. Every single day they lose. Who cares if it's 225? One of the best pitchers in baseball. Isn't uh, that what you do on the 21 table? You're not going to stop betting on it. Like, well, this has to turn yeah. at some point, so I'm leaving now. Right. Well, the, you, the problem is I'm afraid of everything. Like when they make the Braves minus 160, I'm like, ooh, someone knows something there. Why is that so low? Are the, are the odds makers just counting on this to end every single day? Or I, I don't know. Are they fooling the betters into I guess they're not losing a lot of money is what I'm saying on people betting against the Orioles. Because this is only minus 225. Seems like the right thing to do from where I sit. I went the other way with the same thing. It seems like somebody must know something, but um, I'm going to ignore it. I'm taking the Dodgers um, giving a run and a half to the Padres. Padres stink. What do I I mean? The Dodgers are red hot and I'm not celebrating the Dodgers because the Dodgers are the West Coast version of the Yankees. They have everything Mm. tilted in their favor. It's, you know, it's, it's spiritually wrong to be supportive of this nonsense. Now, by the way, as a side note, spaghetti and otherwise, people get on me, Yankees. What am I supposed to do? I, I'm, I'm born into a Yankees house. Yeah, you have to support them. Good for you. I just feel bad for you because it's hard to f- position yourself as anything other than like, yeah, of course we won. We're, we're right. twice the size of uh, the guy we're fighting. Yeah. Um, Dodgers, minus one and a half, plus 122 with Walker Bueller on the hump. I don't get it. Why would that be, Sal? The Dodgers are pulling well, away. it's hard to win by two runs. So, oh, I guess. Actually, they're the road team, right? So they yeah. bat. They'll bat. Oh, that doesn't really matter. So, they're, this they're is, this the is as nice a uniform yet. matchup as you can see in Major League Baseball. That's a nice one. Save I've Yankees. I've lost a lot of money and... betting against Snell, so I, I'll stay away. But, uh, yeah, why not? The Do- Look, the Dodgers-Yankees is 12-1. to 1. Uh, that matchup, that World Series matchup. We might let's just, you know, emotional hedge here. We might just want to bet that. You have the Dodgers minus one and a half. I like uh, Blue Jays, White Sox under eight and a half. I picked Lucas Giolito to have the most strikeouts this year to win the Cy Young. I think he's going to fall short there. Wins-wise, not, not great record, but he's only allowed more than two runs once in his last eight starts. Kevon Biggio and George Springer out of that lineup, that Blue Jays lineup. Of course, you got Vlad Jr. to contend with. But you got Robbie Ray is only allowed more than three run, earned runs once since June 1st. I like the under eight and a half is a classic four, three game until some nonsense happens and there's six runs scored in extra innings. But for now, Blue Jays, White Sox under eight and a half. Sheck, you say minus one and a half Dodgers. That's not all, though. You could bet. I mean, you could bet baseball. What else? Preseason. Football check. College football. Get in on it. The Bruins giving 17 to the visiting uh, Rainbow Warriors in the Rose Bowl Saturday. I like Chip Kelly's bunch this year. They've never won a season opener under Chip Kelly. I say that changes and how a uh, three touchdown victory for the uh, UCLA Bruins. Well, you could always find new players and game props right there on FanDuel. That's what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook. Combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Yes, yes, yes. We have Illinois, Nebraska. That's a fun one coming up. Easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. You could bet live, fast withdrawals when you win, odds, boosts, and specials every day. And some super big boost uh, each weekend around the biggest local and national matchups. No feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Create a same-game parlay. Use promo code EXTRAPOINTS at sign up. New users get their first bet risk-free 
up to $1,000. FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. That's promo code extra points so they know we sent you. Yeah, so all right. So if you're looking same game parlay, I'll tell you what. I'm taking the Illini here, Sheck. Plus six and a half. I like that. Uh, they beat him up last year. Um, they have this offense. So, so, so I like Martinez from Nebraska. He's won me money. He's also a, a veteran for the, <laughs> the Cornhuskers. But Illinois has a three-year starter. They're closing all their practices. They say we, you, no one's going to know what this offense looks like. And I'm falling for it. I'm taking them plus six and a half in the uh, game of the week there. Nebraska. I don't think Illinois. that's crazy. Right. Yeah. If they're doing something different than what they did the last time we saw them, then that uh, don't overthink it. Yes. Unless you don't buy the pedigree of the guys that are going to be sent out onto the field to do it. That would be the only reason for any cynicism. I'm, I'm with you. I like uh, Illinois. I'm like buying, I say, I'm going to. There's not the same game parlay right now, as of now, Wednesday is not available for uh, college football. But if you just want to make a regular parlay, Sheck, you'd take. You take the Bruins minus 17 and a half UCLA and I take Illinois plus six and a half and that gets you plus 267. Yeah, if I could do Don't something do with Dorian Thompson uh, Robinson for UCLA, I would uh, take him to have a big game coming out of the gate. And right now I'm seeing Hawaii at UCLA, though, has uh, the winning margins available there. UCLA yes. by one to 13, but UCLA by more than 14 still is uh is there at uh minus 220 so yes so do like i say i think the better play minus yeah. 17 and a half uh, the bruins there you go and the same game parlays will be available right there on fandle fandle.com slash extra points put all your action in right there check what do we have minus three or should we go to babyface babyface have you been listening is there anything you oh like? yeah anything you we've, like? we've 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 stopped we yeah we haven't been doing best good point, point bad point. point yeah right what do you think babyface uh i i love dave's process of elimination for uh packers number one seed in the nfc i think that's a solid bet, <sighs> and don't really see a path for another team uh just as bad though is is uh, afc chargers pick don't not not so sold on that one, but that would be a great uniform matchup in the Super Bowl. What Packers chart? No, I don't think so. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, listen, it's official now. The Chargers go out and play anybody. It's going to be a pretty good matchup because, boy, oh, they, you they, like that? They, you love that chart. powder blues. Loved it. They're they're glorious. They 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 they're dropped down from the heavens. I can't. I hope they'll go powder blue at home with the white pants when the chiefs pay a visit and the chiefs will wear their red pantaloons and we'll all soar up to cloud nine as we watch no matter what the quality of the game is it'll be gorgeous from the first snap thanks to the uniforms that may right here i'm calling it that may if that happens that will certainly be a finalist for the uniform matchup of the year when i hand out the shecky awards can i just say and uh, you had Matt Money Smith talk about it, and obviously he's closer to the organization than the rest of us. But the, the, just the, the kicking thing is hilarious. I forget that every kicker they put out there was just miserable. And every year it's something different, and whether it's a doctor who doesn't know how to inject people or, or what it is. But they've lost, and this is my biggest indictment against the Chargers. This is why I don't want to back them. They're just like a cursed franchise. They've lost. I know. And this is weird because they were 12-4 and four, two, only three years ago and then lost losing back-to-back -back, uh, seasons. They've lost 31 games by one score over the last five years. 31 games! That's I a know. ton! That's How? two seasons worth of games. But it's voodoo, Sal. So what are we uh, What are we talking about with the, with the Chargers? We're betting on whatever weird plague sure. 
that afflicts them. And it can't be that they left San Diego to L.A. because the curse predates the move north. I don't know well, to what yeah, it's. I would have made a lot of money betting against the curse of uh, the Bambino, or betting on the curse of the Bambino for um, almost a hundred years. So uh, I know. I, I don't know. I don't know. You I, tell I know. me. It defies logic. There you go. I I like them. I, I you know I, I you know they're 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 loaded up on that defense, man. That's the best defense perhaps in the NFL. I know I say it, but uh, I know. Kenneth Murray year two is it? I mean, I, I, I yeah, there's nothing to not like about that year. team. Yeah, I know. Uh, that he, he's he's a underrated um, second year player. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a new coach. We'll find out, right? Staley and Joe Lombardi in first year offensive coordinator. We'll check it out. Plus Jared Cook. I don't know. I can't pull the trigger on that team yet. But anyway, minus three. What do you got? You have Hench. Uh, Hench has had H- some good Red Sox wins. Right? Did the Red Sox hold that game yesterday? Of course, which is why it's embarrassing for him to be crying too. And there's no winners in that debate. It is the <laughs> alien versus predator thing. The 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 tagline for that movie, whoever wins, we lose. That applies to all of us who are not Yankees right. or Red Sox, or let's group the Dodgers in there too. Whoever wins, we all lose. The belly aching day after day about the highs and lows of the Red Sox. with Jed Hoyer, why is he you're the you're the right you've won four out of the last 17 world's championships jesus is pipe it, it yeah. pipe down I you don't know. get the complaint if you're a red sox fan and and now we learn that aaron hernandez is steph curry's father i mean it's I crazy heard about that yeah, it just <laughs> I heard about that too why is that such a story okay the re- the patriots tight end thing makes it more intriguing until you see who the guy's name is it's like i'm not I'm not familiar with who that human being is, right. but uh, the Aaron Hernandez thing, I guess they had yeah, some so injury, many but to choose from so many good ones. I then went to Coates, Gronk and so many. You got to really be famous. That's next level famous for there. I know Dell played in the NBA too. And until Steph Curry, probably, or maybe Reggie Miller, Dell Curry had the smoothest stroke I'd ever seen. Calbert Chaney mm-hmm. in that conversation too. But Dell Curry had the smoothest stroke of all time. That said, it's been, you know 25 years you have to be super famous for your parents divorce to make the news right steph curry congratulations you really are an a-lister we're talking about your parents getting divorced why is that at all in tmz or otherwise i couldn't tell you if will chamberlain's father was married four times or or never you're right precisely we've gone too far yeah there you go all right that's minus three kevin henschel join check uh that you record that Today or tomorrow? What are we? This tomorrow. Is tomorrow. And, uh, go back go. and listen to the one with Hans who's good talk on uh, the AFC and some really good parenting tips for people who are in transient L.A. or otherwise, um, whether or not you impose your fandom on your children or not. Oh, What's the right thing tough. to do there? It's go such a dilemma. That. It's such a dilemma. Uh, go Yeah, against all odds, we're going over to NFC West. We did the NFC South yesterday. That was fun. Uh, until I picked the Falcons to win the division. Oh, my God. The parlay kid was all over me. And then uh, Harry uh, predicts good things, uh, bad things for the Panthers, everything negative against Sam Darnold. And there you go. But we'll go over the West, probably the most intriguing division right there in the NFL. And a reminder to everyone out there, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites. (laughs) 